Todd for breakfast. Alrighty, uh, back in the studio with us, uh, knocking stuff around. What's oh, your? Yeah, don't know what I hit there. <laughs> we have uh, we've got Hayden in here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Todd? Doing well. Uh, last time we caught up. Oh, I think we were talking about another movie, weren't we? Yes, uh, we spoke about a movie. Shazam. Was it? Ah, Shazam. That's that was Shazam. Right. It was yeah. going to be uh, Ant Man: Quantum Mania, but I didn't go see that. No, haven't seen that one. You're the nope. big Marvel dude, which is why you're in today to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, a latest latest Marvel movie out, and you saw it last night. So. Yes. Just before we get into it, I want to let people know we're going to be talking non-spoilery review for about, I don't know, three or four, maybe five minutes, but then we'll warn you when we're about to kick into spoilers themselves. So yeah, yeah, nothing will be spoiled for the next few minutes, but we'll warn you ahead of time when we start to get into spoilers. All right. So, and also I haven't seen it, uh, but I'm more than happy to to hear the spoilers. I don't really care. So, all right, (laughs) Hayden, um, how was it? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. It was, you could see the love and care for these characters, the writing, the directing, the like the way they've went. Each individual character had like their own moment to shine throughout the movie. And oh, it was just going from seeing them um, as an ensemble with like the, like the end game movie mm. where they were just kind of there, didn't really have anything to do with it in the end game movie. The, um, Infinity War, they were quite heavily focused, but Endgame, they kind of got put to the wayside. So seeing them actually like dive into each and every one of the characters' individual mm. problems and where they're at now, it was really, really good. All right, cool, because is it the closing of a chapter? Because that's what it feels like. Yes. You're into Volume 3 and that's it, kind of it for the Guardians by the end yes. of this movie? Yes, um, it was. it's very heavily focused on... Um, like the quote facing the music, like as in like not running away from anything. Mm. It's now um, they're facing the consequences of their actions from um, the second movie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you don't have, I don't think you have to really watch every single Marvel movie to watch this one. Mm. All you really need to watch is the two other Guardian movies to yeah. get the side comments and really kind of understand where they're at right now. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to hear then. So you yeah. can get along and enjoy it without having to watch yeah. all, gosh, how many? Oh, I don't Yeah, let's not get into that discussion. <laughs> all right. So um, I say out of five, uh, how many raccoons would you give it? All of them. Oh, really? Maybe like There's one. No, maybe, maybe one's got not, like a, a, that, a that hype tail. isn't dying down at the moment. It's still at the, oh. at the top there. You don't think in a couple of days you'll look back and be like, oh, maybe I should have given it a four. I think the expect. I didn't go into it with huge expectations because of the Marvel movies that have come out. Mm. I kind of went in going, oh, the trailer looks really cool. Is that everything we've seen though? And like, no, it was it was really really good. Mm. It was. Uh-huh. I was saying to I can't remember what I was talking to, but it was definitely take out Spider Man um, No Way Home because I feel like that one that one's great because of like the amount of energy and time that went into it mm. take that out and it's probably the best marvel movie since endgame yep all right so yeah i think it's it it well and truly lives up to expectations mm. um and yeah it's i laughed i cried <laughs> i i think i'm not gonna spoil anything not but yet. no 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 but i definitely want to say anyone that has um without with lack of better wording um, who is triggered by animal abuse and um, mm. like seeing animals in 
vulnerable positions and all that kind of stuff, probably wait to see it in your own home. Yep. Because I just wanted to go home and cuddle my rescue oh, really? cat. It was, <laughs> yeah, like you see some stuff and it just makes you think. And um, yeah, it's 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 quite full on for yeah. a movie that's a Marvel movie, and um, it's like the funny ha characters. Well, they've done this twist before with uh, what was it, Thor: Love and Thunder? There's Someone. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Like Thor, that, Love and, Thor that Love and Thunder. Really, that really. Yes. I suppose triggered some people in regards to that one. So oh, it's interesting yeah. they've gone for it again. Yeah, I've had I had to definitely say to some people, hey, like you've had like with Thor Love and Thunder, mm. you've had close run-ins with um, cancer and uh, it's affected your life. I would definitely say watch this in the comfort of your own home mm. because yes, it is an experience watching it in the movies, but there's no- nothing will ever change about watching it in your own home, the mm. safety and like, yeah, you can also step away from that and go, that was just a movie. Yeah. Whereas if you watch it in the cinema, you have, there's like, it's like a, um, the, the tanks you go in where it takes all the senses away. Just oh, deprivation tank. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I just wanted to, I did the speed limit, but I wanted to just go home as quickly as I could <laughs> and just grab my little fur ball. It was just, it was, it was full on. It was heavy. All right. So, um, but f- five was, out of five. Yeah. All right. So, this has been the spoiler free section of it all. And we are about to get into spoiler territory. So, if you haven't seen it and you're happy to get spoilers, well, <laughs> you're about to get them. And if you have seen it, you get it. Well, it's already been spoiled for you anyway because you've seen the movie. I haven't seen it. So, things are about <laughs> to get really spoiled for me. So, Hayden. What are the things you would like to mention or talk about uh, with this five out of five star Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 movie? Oh, my gosh, Todd. Where do I start? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I can't say it enough. All right. So, yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I've got a question for you. Uh, my favourite character, Rocket Raccoon, lives or dies? Lives. Okay, cool. I'm he, <laughs> he, oh. And like, I know he probably goes through quite a bit in this he movie. He goes, like, that's what I'm saying with the animal. I mentioned in the non-spoiler yeah. about the animal abuse. He gets in, like, the first scene. Do you want to break down or like, I'll break um, down like the loose synopsis. Yeah, we're not going to chat for uh, a while. We'll probably give it a few more minutes, but yeah. don't do it. No need to do a step-by-step, but no, just but, give us the cliff notes. So essentially, um, Adam Warlock, that mm-hmm. was heavily teased in the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah. He um, comes back. He, like, well, sorry, emerges and comes mm. and um, really wounds Rocket Raccoon. Like, hits him in the chest, point blank, with a blast, and it Knocks him on his ass, and they go to heal him with like the health packs they have, kind of thing. They it's like a. It looks like. Have you seen um, Kingsman Two? No. Okay. Well, essentially, they have like these pull out like uh, it looks like a big bandage, and they put it on somebody, and then you don't see what happens, but mm-hmm. it fixes the person, whatever injury. They oh, have. okay. Kind of like how they fix the sh- fix the ship. From yeah, yeah. Two. They just yeah. kind of put a bandaid on it, and yep. whatever happens under the bandaid, you don't need to worry about. It. You're just you're just like, yep, it's fixed. All right. They go to put that on Rocket. And essentially, a um, the stuff that's been done to him stops the healing happening, as in like it's an anti-tampering thing. Mm. So they're like, "Well, he's dying. How do we fix him?" And they're like, "Well, there's a blank area in his coding, or we don't know how to fix him." So the whole movie is them trying to figure out who would have that information, mm. as well as they've got Adam Warlock on their tail, who is trying to kill them because they stole the batteries from the yeah. second movie. Um, so they're trying to figure that out and they're going across all these different places, some really cool places to um, to essentially find out. And is it the entire gang? Because obviously there's the whole Gamora thing. So Gamora's, um, <clears throat> it's, it's 
happens quite early on. She is like the leader of the Ravages or like quite high up in the Ravages. Mm. So she goes on like a different path because rather than heavily focused on family, she's mm. got the family. She has the Ravages. Yeah. So it's very, very different. Um, but yeah, it's it's full on with throughout the entire movie, every time it cuts back to Rocket on the table and they're getting a bit closer, mm. it cuts to him as a kid. Mm. And he is like he um is being experimented on and turned into from a tiny raccoon he turns into like a he gets opposable thumbs mm. and he can't, can start humanoid. to think on his own. Turns yeah, he gets turns humanoid and um he's in a little cage with three other people mm. and they're so like, Oh, one day when we get out of here, when we're part of the higher society I'm going to show you guys the sky because Rocket went to like the top of the um, facility and he saw the sky and he said, mm. I'm going to show you guys that. And these three other animals, an otter, uh, and the other two haven't been revealed, so I won't reveal them. Um, but they look at the roof of the cage they're in and go, is that the sky? And he's like, no, 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 it's way better than that. Mm. Like, I'll show you it one day. And I sit there going, they're not going to make it. <laughs> and it's just, it's just gut-wrenching because- Throughout the entire movie, it's these animals that are being experimented on. They fail, they succeed, they fail. Mm. Like, it's just, it's really, really rough. Yeah. Wow. All right. And uh, all right, so we get to the end of the movie. I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of different uh, conclusions. They're wrapping up a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm -hmm. Are they all going off in separate directions? Do they stick together? What's going on? So I don't know if you want me to break down who lives and dies. Oh, okay. There are some deaths. No. Oh, there aren't. No. <laughs> they did a Scream 6 on us. Yeah. So they all kind of go, well, we were nobodies until we found the group. Mm. And yes, we're somebody as a group, but we're still nobodies individually. So Mantis goes off on her own because she's been- she was egos like um he he she helped mm. put him to sleep every single time yeah like that was it that's what her whole purpose was um Drax finds his purpose throughout the movie and he goes off on his own um Nebula helps look after the new civilization of people that um live in nowhere mm -hmm. that was revealed in the Christmas special they live in the big um didn't they go to nowhere in the first one yeah yeah but they live in that big head now oh okay right so um. She helps whoever lives there. It's like the Guardian's headquarters. She helps whoever lives there. Um, Rocket leads the new Guardians. Oh, cool. Which is pretty cool. Um, Groot obviously stays. Everyone's going around going, I want to do this. I want to do that. And Groot doesn't say anything. So you're like, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. He's just going to be like, yep, cool, Guardians, <laughs> sick. But um, yeah, I was really worried when I saw Groot's. He looks so bulky and odd and weird. Mm. But oh my God, does he whip out some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, there was one that I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to predict like, okay, that's going to happen. But there are some where it's just, he, he's an arsenal mm. as a tree. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, there's- Star-Lord? Uh, Star-Lord, um, goes back to earth. Oh, really? Yeah. Goes that, and- That's all she wrote. Yeah. Um, at the end of it, you know how at the end of Age of Ultron, it said um, the Avengers will return um, or like it says stuff like the Thanos will return or mm. uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp will return. At the end, it's like that's just the mm. text on screen. No one else will return. It didn't say anyone else except for Star-Lord. So no one else is returning, but Star-Lord may return. Yeah. 
Castellards on Earth. But I was thinking about it. Wow. And what is Star Lord going to be doing? Is he going to be like a local vigilante with He's his got space guns? No. Well, would he be allowed his space guns? <laughs> no. That's another think, thing. I don't think they get through customs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, he's not, mm. he's not like- I was not the most interesting of no, the characters either. No, and he also didn't have the most to do with Earth. Like, yes, he was born there. He spent eight years there. But mm. Rocket and Nebula built the relationship with the Avengers. Mm. So if oh, stuff yeah. went pear-shaped, they'd go- Oh, we need to call Rocket because he's a space guy, or Nebula because she's a space girl. Not oh, we'll call. <laughs> where's where's the where's the Earthling? <laughs> yeah, where's this guy? Where's the guy that makes jokes about Footloose? Where's Apparently. he at? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, All it's right. um, it's it's a happy ending. It's a sad ending. Um, mm. but uh, another thing is the music holds up. Yeah, it does because that's good. what I was, I was going to ask you that as well. So I was going to say, okay, so obviously the characters hold up. Mm -hmm. uh, but the music holds up as well because now we're into volume three. Yeah. Obviously, that first soundtrack went gangbusters. Uh, second one, not as much, but still went gangbusters. And this third one is good. Yes. It's right. it's a lot more spread out, whereas the first one was, I think it was like 80s, um, very focused when Peter was like, he only brought like this one tape of yeah. that music that was around them. Whereas this one, they've got like MP3 players. Mm. So they kind of like they got the zoom and, and all like that kind that. of stuff. Um, but- one of the main things that I picked up on when I was watching the movie was it was a throwaway line. Well, not a throwaway line, but it was like a line said by the main bad guy. And um, he said, the world around us is just noise and it's our job to turn that noise into music. As in like he's taking bits and pieces from different species and mm. making his own like creations and making this perfect world that he wants to make as he wants to be the person that makes the perfect civilization and i was like it's so great to see that the third movie is still focused on music because mm. the bad guy is focusing his like whole plot on a thought about music about how it's just sound around us and we turn mm. that into music yeah and i was like that's really, really interesting the fact that they should still somehow tie it all together about music mm. so there's a lot to this movie, which is, I'm really happy yeah. to hear. Uh, I do really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. A big fan mm -hmm. of James Gunn, writer, director, of course. Um, so I am very keen to see it. So, and even though, yeah, you've spoiled a lot for me, I'm still very much keen oh, to go and see it. There's a lot of stuff that I've left out because it's yeah. just like you just have to see it without knowing that it's happening. And yeah. the jokes, there's a few where, even because I went alone, I still like chuckled mm. and I still went, oh. <gasps> And like it was, <laughs> I just couldn't help it. It was just there was funny stuff, yeah. um, like the dynamics between the people of like Drax's like really really like dry lack of humor, Mantis like being so aware of people's emotions but not knowing what to do with that information, mm. um, and then like of course uh, Chris Pratt is like he's he's pretty good in this, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think. Definitely think you got to watch at least volume two mm -hmm. to understand. Yeah. Um, and people have their issues with volume two. I do as well. But number one is fantastic. Yeah. Number two is still enjoyable. And uh, number three sounds like yeah, it's really going out with a bang. So it's yep. a five out of five from Hayden. All right. Once you see it, let us know if you agree or disagree with that one. Is it a one star? When I eventually see it, I'll let you know as well. But uh, Hayden, thanks for coming in. And we'll be talking Guardians of the Galaxy volume three in theaters now. All right. We'll catch up next time. Cool. Thank you very much you for having me. Whatever you see at the big screen. Yeah.